DJPK brought to you in part by SNS Roofing. SNS Roofing is your locally owned roof repair expert. For a free quote and for all your roofing needs, call SNS Roofing. Question of the day, rampant speculation as the Warriors wanting to trade for Joe Ingles. How could we live without Joe on our team? Can't live if living is without Joe. <laughs> I can't live. Seeing him leave would be a major blow. I can't leave. That was some of your better work. You're emotionally committed to those lyrics. Good work. To you, Joe? We all are. <laughs> Jim, he's the glue. He keeps it real. Keeps the stars from taking themselves too seriously. Jim. Enjoys Joe and the entertainment factor. Doesn't want him gone. There's never been a player of his caliber who's connected to this team and to this city and to this state like Joe Ingles. And then you throw in the fact that he's a foreigner. And it's mitigated somewhat since his native language is the same. But it is really just amazing. We've discussed it for years. And also, too, if you get past that, which I think jazz management, then it's a tough position because they understand his connection to the community. Very much so, they get it. And it's important to them to have guys represent their organization in the way that Joe Ingles has done it. But at the same time, they're also charged with trying to improve the ball club at every and any chance they get. So you have to, it's somewhat of a line you have to straddle. And they know that, obviously. Uh, But at the same time, you know, you have to divorce yourself as much as you can from the other stuff. But I think in Joe's case, it makes it even harder because how many guys really, I don't want to play him up to be, you know, a Hall of Fame superstar player because he's not that. But nevertheless, how many guys can do all the things that he can do? There's not that many guys in the league. And he said it himself. He felt like one of the reasons as he was trying to break to the NBA is that he was pretty good at everything, but not necessarily great at anything. And he's even he's literally said that. I think that's pretty good yeah. analysis of the way he plays. I mean, I think that's spot on. He's gotten better. The thing is, he's gotten better at a lot of things. So now he's above average in a lot of things as the, he's improved. His improvement point, in the league has right. been so impressive. The three-point shooting he has become a lead at. And that has bought him a home with this franchise. I mean, I'm not speaking literally. I'm talking about uh, his place on the team in the rotation and how important he is. And there was rumors that the the Warriors, that's what I saw yesterday, the Warriors were interested in acquiring Joe. What would they be willing to give up? You know, a package of players, obviously, uh, and including this first-round draft choice, this Moody kid that they, they took with, uh, I think, the 14th pick, was it? And so uh, possibly you can get some players back. And I get why the Warriors would want him. I mean, it would make sense that they would want him for sure, yeah. But I just don't know that you can replace what he brings without getting a star. I mean, an all-star caliber player. Are there, within the realm of role players, are there many role players in the league who can do and bring for a team and to a team what he does. I just don't think that there are. And we're, we're somewhat biased because it's like Gobert. You know, he, Joe's one of these guys that whatever the box score says, he he contributes beyond that. And in order to appreciate his value, you got to do like we do, like our fans do, 
of watching the team 95% of the games that they play. So there might be guys out there, but I'm not studying them the way I study the Jazz. And that is why a lot of times fans and local media will overvalue the players who are playing in front of them every night on the local team. Agreed. An undervalue guys who might be fulfilling a similar role, but for a team you don't watch as closely. And if you try to trade Joe for someone like for like, the same kind of skill set, it's never going to measure up. But those guys at their level, the Jay-Zs of the world, and all of the people that work in the organization, they do that. They have to, if they're good at it. So they have an intimate knowledge of many, many players. We have knowledge of the stars. We see some of the role guys. But the role players, like, it's easy to see, oh, Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean, brilliant. Damian Lillard, probably. It didn't take a genius to figure that out. But these role guys and how they fit, I just don't know that there's that many players like Joe in the league that can come in. There aren't. The reason that you would trade someone like Joe and the reason that people like Joe who are good role players get traded is because... Well, there's probably lots of reasons, but one of the reasons is because you need to fill, fulfill a role that they don't do. And so they help the team, but they help the team in a different way. You're probably not going to trade Joe for someone who handles the ball the way Joe does, runs the pick and roll the way Joe does, and hits a three-point shot the way Joe does. What you'd be more likely to trade him for is someone who maybe... Um, Moves between the four and five spot, let's say. I mean, now they've signed Gay and Whiteside, so they've kind of... But let's go back 48 hours, and we didn't know those guys were going to land in Utah. So, they, hey, we need someone who can block shots and protect the rim. We need someone who can play those minutes when Rudy's sitting 10 to 15 minutes a night. And we need someone who the rest of the time can move out to the three-point line and shoot the ball. So you'd be trading Joe for a different kind of skill set. To think you're going to trade Joe like for like and get someone who's a lot like him, only a little bit better, seems really far-fetched. Seems like a huge reach. But they're not trading Joe. The other teams are approaching them about Joe. So because they're doing that, there's the potential that they'd be willing to give you more. And then do you do it? You're in a better position. I think when you're negotiating, when someone calls you. And that's the way I view it. I could be wrong. So I think that's the way uh, Kevin O'Connor said the game you play is, who do you like? You call someone and you say, hey, we need this skill set. I'd like this player. And then you say, who do you like on our roster? That way everyone can go with a straight face back to the guys and say, hey, I'm not trying to trade you. They asked about you. You know, if the rumors leak and the guy comes to you and says, wow, what are you doing? At this point, it's been going on. Get over that. Exactly. At this point, it's been going on so long. When we asked Joe about the extension, and he's now going into that year, the extension year they added on. This isn't part of the original $50 million deal he signed, but then they, they tacked on one more year at $14 million. And... We were talking about it, and I can't remember the question or the conversation how it set it up, but I distinctly remember Joe saying, yeah, I'd like to retire here, but it's a business. We know how that works. <laughs> you know? It's like, they know. They all know. I, I don't even think that's a question. I'm not worried about their feelings getting hurt. The 1st and the 15th, I sued their feelings. Yeah! Uh, Look at that check. Look yeah. at that comma. Look at those zeros. Yeah, so that, That's not an issue. That's a non-starter. If you're going to be offended by that, then you're weak-minded. I mean, I can just say, well, you should be, somebody wants you, be glad for that. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that. 
But this Moses Moody kid, if they were going to include him, yeah, 19 years old, uh, something I think you have to look at. Uh, he's about 6'5". That slashing wing averaged 17 points, six boards for Arkansas. 80% from the free throw line. You're starting to drool. I can feel it. Just a young pup. Obviously, 19 years old. I mean, just as young as, pretty much as young as you can literally be. Yeah. Is there something there? Because if I'm the Jazz and the Warriors want Ingles, because Warriors are in what win now mode. Absolutely. Uh, he's at the top of the list of the guys that I would want. He worked out for the Warriors on July 15th and then went to dinner with various members of the front office. He's broke bread with them. <laughs> He's getting mushy now. Moses breaking bread. <laughs> you see the fit where we're yeah, going? I, you're trying, I get it. You're trying to put <laughs> put it in the language of the people. In our community? <laughs> yeah. Moses broke bread. And so here, if you know, I would be considering trading for him, I'd take him up to Park City because then oh, bring boy. him down. Bring him be, down from the mountaintop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stein Erickson Lodge, huh? <laughs> I've never been there. That's that's way out of my league. Are you kidding me? If I go to Park City and eat, it's at the bottom of Main Street. <laughs> Main Street Pizza Noodle. Hello. Oh, that's way down on the bottom. I don't get that high up. I mean, I'm I'm paycheck to paycheck guy. You're going to have to put Mrs. K in one of those sweet cocktail dresses. Take her up there for a birthday. Have you been to Stein Erickson? For dinner, yeah. Not to stay. Of course stay. you have. Not to stay. Of course you have. Yeah. For our anniversary. A of couple, course you have. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. You can afford it. Mm. You could do. I've never been there. <laughs> you could afford I it. I could not. If you chose to go. No. Oh, yeah, and then didn't, didn't want to eat for the next two, two weeks. <laughs> oh, Paycheck is why I live in Utah. Yeah. We run in different brackets. We all know that. You're the guy. I'm just along for the ride. You saved a school 600 yeah. grand? 600,000. Wow. Yeah. Be, what? You saved them 600,000? Oh, my gosh. You're like, well, uh, next. Wow, where's the next question on this sheet? Yeah. Lost see? my place. <laughs> I haven't even ever found my place, and you've lost your place multiple times. And my place clearly isn't Stein Erickson Lodge. I mean, that's right where you went to. I had no frame of reference to go there. I wouldn't even know. Now I know. Now I know. You're going there. You need to go there. <laughs> Maybe for a second job. A little extra cash, maybe. They're probably hiring every well, place else. A second is. job. You just told us yesterday. You get a dollar a page view. That was my third job. I lost my second job in March, and I still haven't gotten well, over. Well, that'd it. be your fourth job because you no. quit your first job. This is your second job. That was your third what are you job. Talking about the trib, <laughs> the watchdog. Well, that would have been the. That's the fifth newspaper I quit. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've worked for five newspapers in. Over a 23-year span, so that wouldn't have been my first one, no. This is my first one. My second one, the one I held so dear to my heart and thought I was there forever, but I found out they got somebody else, I guess. Nope. Called me up. Haven't gotten somebody else. You don't 
That was the whole point. You don't <laughs> not have the whole point. You don't have dead people. air. You got somebody's else or somebody else's. It's more stuff than people. Okay. All right, enough of your feelings. That's what Channel 2 told me. You're exactly right. Rampant speculation (laughs) as the Warriors wanted to trade for Joe Ingles. How could we live without Joe on our team? We need Joe. Jason says, well, we could do it, but only if he does the Joe Joe Ingles show every week. (laughs) The Warriors' Joe Ingles. I wouldn't put it past him. Joins us now. Because wherever he goes this late in the game, he's not going to make that connection. It can't be the same. Too much time invested here. And there's not enough time. Right. He's still going to be 34 years old before the start of the season. Although, unbelievably to him, he made the connection to us anyway, his rookie season. He came on his rookie season about close to midway through somewhere. I think it might have been a tad earlier if I remember. I don't remember specifically. But they had that dinner down on the floor uh, with the players, and then you auction stuff. What do they call it? One of the charity functions. Leaping leaners yeah. and low tops. Yeah, and so at that point, I had been around them a little bit. But that particular night, I ended up sitting right next to him at the table. I had several tables. It was fate. <laughs> it was. It was. It was meant to freaking be. A lot of you people believe in that. A lot of people. You don't even have to be a particular sect to believe it. That was a good you people right there. You people. Well, I meant religious people in general. I mean, that, I mean, even beyond that, you don't even have to be religious. A lot of people believe in fate and like there's a plan with God's plan. You hear so many athletes, you know, it's part of God's plan. God is good. Yeah. When you sign a, a multi-million dollar, yeah, he's a heck of a God then. Uh, so he ends up sitting at my table that night. There was 20 tables down on the floor of the, of the arena. And he ends up sitting right to my left. There was a 5% chance, and it happened. And he is, I think he's engaged at that time, but... But she's in Australia playing netball. Yeah, she's playing the netball thing. She's doing that. So he's sitting here in yeah. Utah. He's got nothing going on. Right. He's going home to a Yeah, a it's, a, it's obviously an off night. <laughs> yeah. They're not playing that night. And so he's just sitting there. And he's an engaging dude. And I'd already had conversations with him leading up to that point. And that night was like two hours. And my wife was there, too. And he likes to engage people. We already know that. And, you know, we're not talking. And I'm not there to talk to him about the team. So I'm not hitting him up. Give me the dirt. Yeah, we're not. I'm just asking him about stuff. Like, how did you know? When you came to Utah, you'd literally never been here. How'd you know where to go to find a place? If you've never been to some place and no, and you're a foreign guy, no less, although you do speak the language, I asked him, I said, how did you, when you first got here, you know, I'm sure you stayed in a hotel, but when they signed you, you're not going to do Majerus to stay in a hotel. Someone with the team, give him a heads he up. He said they gave him about six places to check out. They set it up for him. And then he went and checked out all the places. And they had already had it established. Uh, here's here's some places. Yeah, I hadn't. I didn't know about that. Yeah. I was. That was just. We were having talk. We were ca- talking as we were sitting there preparing, waiting for the meal, and then having the meal. And we're just engaging as two people would. 
And at that at that point, because you're always got the show on the mind and looking for topics and whatnot, it, it's it's like virtually nonstop. Something pops into your head, and I write it down now so I don't forget. <laughs> oh, that would be something good to hit. Yeah, but there's an NBA player, and yeah. you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this guy's I, a talker. I kind of already thought it. Yeah, but that clinched it. Yeah. At that point, I was in love. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> Turns just left. Well, I mean, radio love. Delivers the bad news. Radio love. I'm in radio love over here on my right. Yeah. No, no. She knew. It was to my left. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he was literally sitting to my <laughs> left. Was she was left. Sitting, and I was between them. She was to my right. Joe was sitting to my left. And that, at that point, man. So he did it. He wasn't even done with his rookie season. And he wasn't playing a whole lot. And the team obviously wasn't very good. Uh, you know they were on their way, but they weren't. They weren't there at yet. that point. Yeah, it was just amazing. They to hadn't see. gone all in for the vets at that point. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're, I think they were two years away, right, uh, from uh, their first playoff push, in which they uh, they beat the Clippers in that in that game. I remember the start of that season with uh, Quinn Snyder had a chance to be alone with him. Well, we're going to give you something to talk about either way, huh? Hmm. <laughs> he just kind of smiled, and I didn't. I, it took me a second. And I, yeah, coach, you're right. Because <laughs> if you're good as expected, yeah, that's something. But if you underachieve, that's something too. Yeah, and he, and he you're, you're that little smile that Snyder has, uh, we know it. And and he said that. But I don't know that Joe can make that connection really to the level of any team. But if I'm the Warriors, I absolutely want him. Tyler says Clay Thompson for Joe. Well, that can do that. But see, that's what I'm saying, that to find somebody who can impact the Jazz, you actually need a player better than Joe. Because I don't know that you're going to get a player as multifaceted as Joe. Right. But if you had a player with a different skill set. But it's got to be better, not just different. It's got to be better. He's got to basically be a star on whatever that skill set is. So if you back it up and say, let, let's say Conley doesn't sign, now he now he's going to, so this doesn't matter anymore. But the kind of thing you would do if you were moving someone like Joe is, okay, Conley doesn't sign, now you need a point guard, so you trade Joe to go get that guy, and then you go get someone on the free agent market who, even though he's not going to be 100% of Joe, can he at least do some of the stuff Joe does? You know, Maybe he won't be the ball handler, but he'll be a good three-point shooter. I don't know that you can accomplish that and make your team better. Unless, but now that they, unless one of those two guys was a star. But is every time they the, every time we hear another name that's coming to Utah, it eliminates one of those scenarios. Well, now they don't need to go get that guard because they signed Conley. Now they don't need to go get that shot blocker because they, they got white side. teams would call them. Yes. They don't need so then, it. No. You're right. So now that those scenarios are gone, now it's your scenario. Well, what if someone just makes an offer and blows you away? Oh. Because they well. offer you somebody... <laughs> Who, I'll make an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> okay, but in that scenario, they'd be offering you some 12th guy at you the end of the bench. You put your signature on this piece of paper, I'm going to blow your brains out. Yeah, Something's going to be on this paper. <laughs> your signature or your brains. And that's how you end up trading someone for the, uh, you know, someone on a two-way contract. It's got to be so much more. Uh, the only way I would consider it now is if this other team included a star. Or this intriguing prospect, Moses Moody. But even that, I don't know that I would do that. That comes down to 
They have so many people researching so many guys, and they know so much more. Plus, plus they have access. Uh, We have questions about some injury somebody had, but they have doctors, and they've seen the reports. And they met with people one-on-one, and they've evaluated people, you know, the mentality they bring to the team and all that, and we don't get that information. Well, Clay Thompson is going to be fine because it was one week ago today I saw him riding the bike. Keep hitting that. <laughs> DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280. The Zone, college football. Darnell Dixon, BYU football columnist for the Daily Herald. The Cougars trying to back up that 11-1 season, but trying to do it without a bunch of guys they sent to the NFL. We'll talk with Darnell coming up at 8 o'clock right here on 97.5 at 1280. The Zone.